Christ is risen. Truly he is risen. Happy, happy Mother's Day. And also, happy St. Thomas Sunday, of course. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my best in a very short sermon uh, to connect all three of these things. So we'll see if uh, you think it was successful or not. But as I was reading this out to Karen, she thought it sounded like a complicated math problem. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if it works. But uh, So today, in the Gospel reading, Thomas said, to, said of Christ, say, I'm sorry, Thomas said of Christ, unless I put my finger into the print of his nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And so, at least for St. Thomas Sunday, one of the things I want us to take away is that Christ meets him in his doubt. Christ meets him where he is at, both both spiritually and physically, in the, in the upper room, where he shows him his hands. He doesn't kick him out for not having belief, but he notices and recognizes he doesn't have belief in Christ like he often and always does, really. He condescends to where we are at, and he met Thomas's need. So I would like to, meet, uh, to move on, though, to the next part, which is that Thomas placed his hand into the side of Christ. The side of Christ, which was the confirmation, if you remember, of his death. When he hung on the cross, he had already died, and they weren't sure if he had, um, they weren't sure, so they pierced him through the side, and out came blood and water. It confirmed his death. And so, in this way, Thomas is confirming that the same person who had died and been pierced through the side is the same person who has been risen from the dead. But there's something very significant about the side of Christ. I've shared this with some of our, our youth, and it was a very abstract idea for some of the younger kids, but I'll try it with you anyhow, um, is that you remember that there was both blood and water that flowed out of the side of Christ. And according to uh, some of the early church fathers, this signifies the, the major sacraments of our church that were initiated through baptism in the holy water and received his blood. Now, if you remember, in the Garden of Eden, there was from the side, there was a, a woman was taken from the side of Adam. And so St. Augustine tells us that on the cross, when issued forth blood and water, the church was born because we are being brought into the church through blood and water. And Paul tells us, and here's the connection now, if you followed so far, uh, Paul tells us that the church is the Zion from above, which is the mother of us all. And so we celebrate today Thomas touching the side of Christ, which is the very place that the church was formed, and the church is the mother of us all. So as we celebrate Mother's Day, let us honor first the church, which has given spiritual birth to each one of us, which is the mother of us all. And of course, let us also honor and celebrate the perfect mother, the Virgin Mary, the mother of God, whom at the cross Christ gave to each one of us to become the mother of the church as well, when he says, behold your mother. So God be with each of us, each one of you, 
um, as uh, we celebrate our physical mothers, uh, let us do um, let us do so in light, though, of our spiritual mothers, which, um, of course, the chief would be the mother of God in the church, which is the mother of us all. But also, let us celebrate and honor our physical mothers as well. Um, and together with our spiritual mothers, let us send up all glory, honor, and worship to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.